three, two. Welcome back to the Geeks in a Garofis podcast. I am your host, Ben, and with me again is one of my favorite creatives, Sam. Hello. Hello again. I'm excited again. Well, Hello again. I am just as excited again. Uh, it's going to be a whole bunch of fun. Yeah. Uh, Batman is the topic today, so we are going to have a blast. Yes. First off, as we do on every Garofis podcast, I'm going to talk just briefly about the state of the Garofis. Um, one of the most exciting parts of my day today was we actually had what I will call my first guest over at the Garofis. I had someone who um, I have been working with for a little bit. Um, he is a Portland videographer. Um, we were collaborating on a project, and he came by to drop off a hard drive. And he's actually the first non-family uh, member or friend uh, to get to see the Garofis. And he obviously thought it was a pretty great setup. You know, I've got a camera for Zoom recording and for teaching, uh, two monitors, and a, uh, I may have mentioned this before, but I actually have a uh, bathroom sink. It doesn't get any water, but it makes me feel like I have a live workspace. And I feel blessed because he thought that was as funny as I did, or at least he pretended to. Um, I think it's hilarious, so we haven't gotten rid of it, but uh, it's right there. And it's going to be there until I have need of that uh, small piece of space. Um, so, Sam, we're going to have to uh, you'll you'll have to see this at some point. I think you get a kick out of the garage. So it's not hooked up to any plumbing. No, it's literally just like if you detached <laughs> the bathroom sink on top of the bathroom cabinet. I guess it's called yes. a vanity, but I think that's a weird name. Yeah. Um, and then just put it in a one car garage with carpet. Yeah, um, it's that's. That's that's what it is. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, I, if you uh, if you need a sink, I mean, it's there. So you have yes. It. I mean, it doesn't serve any of the functions that a sink normally would serve. Well, yeah. Um, but it's sure there. Yeah. Uh, but you made know, a great charging station for a while. You know, a, a garrafis doesn't serve the uh, all the functions of a garage, but all the functions of an office. It does not. So the sink, I think, I think the sink fits. You know, I do appreciate your vote of confidence that it fits the theme. Uh, you're right. My car would no longer fit in here, and I am okay with that. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, we want to make sure we have uh, we have time to cover in as much depth as makes sense in the amount of time this particular topic, because I feel like it is a very uh, controversial issue with a lot of depth. Um, so I'm glad uh, you're here with me, Sam, to discuss this. I'm known um, for my so depth. Thank you for being here. I, you know, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I am too, but uh, that depends on how much I'm working out and how much ice cream I'm eating. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's a, that's a tangent I won't get into, but I <laughs> just had Ben and Jerry's ice cream essentially for the first time uh, yesterday. And unfortunately uh, for my wallet, I am hooked. Yeah. It's so good. I mean, this might become the Ben and Jerry episode um, because have you tried the tonight dough starring Jimmy Fallon? It is in my freezer. Yeah. I was this close um, to trying it tonight, but as Maxwell Smart would say, I missed it by that much. I, mean, I had you, the chubby hubby I mean, instead. I know, I know, I understand that you already had ice cream, and I understand that we're supposed to be talking about something else, but you could go and get that Ben Jerry's right now. I have Ben and Jerry's in my freezer. We could do a review <laughs> of our favorite I Ben and Jerry's feel that, right now. Um, <laughs> Between what we talked about uh, on our previous podcast and this, we have some great episodes that we're going to have to save for another time. Good, good. Uh, that I'm very excited to record. I am uh, 
I, I would say that I am grateful that I have not decided to co-host a <laughs> podcast solely reviewing ice cream with you, <laughs> at least as of yet, because I would be very down to do that. I mean, but then I would I'm, really be known for my depth. You know, I mean, I, I, I don't know why we haven't thought of it before. Um, you know, Sam, I feel like there's a lot of reasons we haven't thought of that before. Yeah, but um, okay, so we can look forward to that um, next next week. Look for that down the pike. We will call. Um, yes, yeah, we'll call it brain yeah, obviously free, brain freeze. Uh, no, hold on, I'll think about uh, it by the end of the episode. I'll have a name. That that works. Uh, you're. I'm sure you'll come up with something good. You're kind of a brainiac, if you will. Oh, so on to the topic of superheroes. Yes. Um, who do you think? is the greatest superhero of all time, and is it Batman? Wow, we're starting off right away. I do not think it's Batman. Um, Mm. I know you're in the position. We've talked about Batman before, and uh, while Batman is um, one of my favorite just characters in general of all time, um, I'm a big fan of the comics. I think that he is the greatest hero of all time. Um, if I did have to pick one, and I didn't want my argument to solely be about who I think is, but just how Batman isn't. <laughs> Ooh, um, but that's my, a, yeah. unlike the ice cream, that is a hot take. I <laughs> yes. like it. Um, I, uh, if I had to choose, um, I know it's super controversial, um, and I don't even know if I would say the same answer like tomorrow, um, but right now in my heart of hearts, I would actually probably say that Superman is the greatest mm. uh, hero of all time. The man of tomorrow, if you will. Yes. I think. Is that is that one of the his taglines? He's got so the many. The man of steel, uh, the last son of Krypton. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got, a, he's got a lot of them. But so does Batman. Batman's the Dark Knight. Uh, he's the world's greatest mm-hmm. detective. He's uh, um, Batman. He, he is vengeance. <laughs> he uh, is, he the is the knight. <laughs> yes. He is Batman, if you will. Yes. <laughs> I really wish that you um, didn't, could do a Kevin Conroy impression so that I could hear, uh, hear that right now. I do appreciate your vote of confidence <laughs> in me. Um, I do not feel like our listeners will feel yeah. the same way should I try to deliver it. Yeah. So I'm not going to do that. But, but thank you. But you are. You do believe that Batman is the greatest superhero of all time. I do, I do, and certainly you can get into semantics and how you would define uh, the greatest superhero of all time. But I feel that. Um, obviously, you know, it kind of comes down to the age old point that Batman doesn't have powers. So he is to rely on his wit and his brains and to a certain extent, his financial situation, um, to solve, uh, to solve the world's problems. And so what that does for me as a, a watcher of Batman movies and as a consumer of Batman comics is it forces the writers of Batman content to be creative. You're not talking about zany villains like like Mr. Mizzlepick or whatever. Whoa, you know, you, mean, Bat- you leave Mr. Mizzlepick out of this. <laughs> <laughs> However, it's pronounced. Uh, his villains sort of, I you know, ironically because he has one of the best rogues galleries, they yeah, have to does. be a little more grounded. Um, because Batman is grounded. He can't right. fly without the use of a bat plane. And so the stories have this deeper human element to them, um, which I, which I really appreciate. Um, yeah. and you could get into even the way he's portrayed in one of my favorite comics, the, the flashpoint paradox mm-hmm. seeing, you know, Thomas Wayne as the Batman character, but seeing the way his own humanity, um, breaks his own heart. So flash is the one with powers, but I feel that Batman's, 
the the emotional core of the story. And I feel like so many good Batman stories have a deep emotional core that a lot of other superhero stories um, struggle to achieve. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite things about the character in general is that relatability, like you're talking about, is that the fact that there is a sense that um, we can achieve that. We can be mm-hmm. like that. And I also think that's where uh, the biggest shortcoming of uh, not the biggest shortcoming of the character, but of the um, the greatest shortcoming of him being the greatest. Um, I feel mm-hmm. like because of the level that Batman has um, achieved um, in his peak human performance, uh, it actually uh, it actually kind of makes him more on the unrelatable side. It's almost. Uh, He's almost made himself, the writers have made him him fantastical in the sense that he is this human being who uh, mm. now has is the perfect human being. Um, he can fight dark side. He can fight these uh, insane hero or villains like Clayface, a person who could literally change his matter and his density and... Um, uh, it would make no sense for a normal human to fight, but Batman can use his wits and outsmart him. And so I think it's it's more of a uh, – I think Batman is like the perfect fantasy of who you would want to be. Um, <laughs> but uh, to me, um, uh, since I'm going to kind of take the uh, – like a Superman argument, I actually feel like Superman, even with all of his powers, his, his – uh, huge bag of powers that he has from fly to um, heat vision to shooting rainbows out of his hands that create many versions of himself, um, which happened. <laughs> that's that's uh, an unfortunate power. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Batman did have a, a rainbow of costumes in like the 70s for a while. There was, you know, like pink Batman, rainbow Batman. <laughs> and, uh, um, but Brave and the Bold Batman. We're not going there quite yet. Superman um, is this character that I think, even though he's not human, we see so much humanity in him. You know, and we can ultimately, I think, relate more to a guy who lost his uh, all of his people and now is an outcast in society he looks like everybody else but he's not and he's constantly living this life knowing that um that he has the power to make the world a better place and he's going to use those powers to make the world a better place whereas Batman has the ability to make the world a better place, but he stays in Gotham. And I and I know like the the quick argument is like, oh well, you know, he stays in Gotham because um, he's just one guy. He doesn't have all the superpowers, but I mean, he also does have um, a billion dollars, um, which I think could be used in a more socio like economical way to help Gotham a little bit faster so that he can be a superhero um, everywhere else in the world. Um, and also the, the thing about Batman, uh, and you can stop me anytime if you want to make a point, the thing about Batman that uh, I feel it gets a little like lost in translation. Um, sorry, give me a sec. I'm going to formulate it. That's all right. Yeah. I will say you've absolutely done your homework. (laughs) (laughs) 
I've been thinking about this for 26 years. <laughs> you make some very compelling arguments. Please go on. Yeah. Um, the thing about Batman is Batman had this tragedy happen to him and then he and it broke him and it drove him to be this the vengeance it broke him to be the knight it broke him to be batman and now he's he even there's that quote that people quote that bruce wayne is the mask and batman Mm -hmm. um is who he truly is um which means that if once batman succeeds in his goal there isn't going to be a batman so inevitably even if he wants it to stop, there's going to be a part of him that's going to want to be Batman because there's, it, to him, it, there's going to always be something that's like evil in the world. Whereas Superman, uh, he, or even the flash, the flash has these amazing uh, powers. The Superman has these amazing powers and they know that, um, that, if they keep doing what they're doing, maybe they can live in a world that's peaceful. Maybe they can live in a world where they don't have to be Superman and I can go back to being Clark Kent and be married to Lois Lane. Maybe I can go back to being Barry Allen or Wally West um, and not have to be the Flash anymore. But Batman, I don't think, wants to live in a world where he's Bruce Wayne because Bruce Wayne died when he was nine years old at a movie theater, you know? Batman being... Uh, one of the greatest characters of all time is a hundred percent true. But as for being the greatest hero, um, I think he kind of falls short. Um, yeah, like I said, not gonna lie, you make some extremely compelling arguments um, that I thoroughly appreciate no, and see you. a lot of validity in. Um, I think there's definitely some points to be had. Um, I know that. Um, I actually agree a lot with your point that they make Batman kind of this ideal version of humanity that essentially doesn't really exist. Um, And there's some great stories that play with Batman being on that edge and bringing himself back from the edge and the interplay between him and, you know, some of the Robins who aren't quite that pinnacle of humanity that Batman gets portrayed to be. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I agree that that can, that can come off kind of um, in the same way as some of the other superheroes have these uh, complexes where they just get through something because of their powers. And that's a absolutely a compelling point that, you know, Batman wouldn't want to live in a world where he has succeeded. Um, whereas Superman, it's interesting. The CW right now is doing a show where Superman is, you know, a, a father and married to Lois Lane and has to deal with all of those complexities. And that's, I mean, you talk about Superman as a symbol of hope, and I feel like uh, Zack Snyder really botched that one, but the <laughs> CW got it right. right. Uh, um, so I, I take I take issue with uh, Snyder's um, take being the Warner Brothers DC Extended Universe take on Superman, but that's uh, that's something I discussed extensively um, in the last couple of podcast right. episodes before this. Um, but you make some compelling arguments. I think... Um, I still believe that Batman is the greatest superhero of all time, partially because of his relatability and the way Mm -hmm. his stories are structured. And um, I think it is, it is beyond questioning that Batman has some of the greatest movies, um, even in any genre. Yeah. Um, 
because, you know, with the Dark Knight, Batman Mask of the Phantasm, <laughs> his role in the Justice League, uh, there's some great, great content. But the other thing that I love about Batman is his ability to adapt to what's going on in the world. So you don't hear so much about characters like, you know, Green Lantern or Flash or even really like Spider-Man, who uh, honestly was was the the character that I felt like could rival Batman for greatest superhero yeah, of all yeah, time. That was my other choice. Both his relatability and use of powers. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I feel like more so than any other superhero, um, Batman has become something different in each era um, of history. Yeah. You know, there was the Adam West Batman. There was the thirties and forties comic book Batman. Um, and then, you know, Tim Burton's Batman in the 90s, the the Dark Knight and Christopher Nolan's trilogy really was a trilogy that could only exist at that point in history. Yeah. You know, yeah, definitely. I feel like um, other superheroes, while they do some of that, don't adapt so much in the same way. You know, it's the kind of thing that the Russo brothers tried to do and succeeded so well in taking Captain America for this classic 40s hero and turning him into like fitting him in Winter Soldier into this espionage film yeah. role and stuff like that. Right. And the way Marvel, like like we talked about in the previous podcast, combined genres. Uh, but Batman um, has fit in so many different genres. I know he's been noir. You know, Tim Burton's version was was kind of gothic. But there's, there's these character stories that Christopher Nolan did. Um, I feel like when they tried to fit Superman into some of those molds in different genres, it hasn't worked uh, so well on screen as it did with Batman. Yeah, so I agree. That goes along with my argument as well. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. Yeah, it's it's harder to it's harder to do a um, to take Superman and put him in those situations. Like you know the that the comedy of the Adam West uh, show um, wouldn't work mm. really with Superman. You know, it was definitely a time and place where it needed to be Batman, you know, um, they were trying to do mm-hmm. it with Spider-Man, um, where he was trying to be like a kid's show in the 70s, but it, it didn't work. You know, it became popular later on, like now when people are like, um, look back and see like, oh, look how silly this was, whereas people were paying attention to Batman in the 60s, like nobody was paying attention mm-hmm. to those um, things when they were happening. I'm sure some people were, but not to the level that Batman was. Mm-hmm. And that's why it was. And Superman had his show in the sixties as well, which is partially yeah. what Batman was, was parodying. And that's a show that I grew up watching. Not that I grew up in the fifties, but I grew up watching the show. Yeah. But to me, it was still the same super Superman, the yeah. George Reeves, Superman, the Kirk, uh, Excuse me, I forget if it's Kirk Douglas or Kirk Allen, Superman before him, Christopher Reeve, and what uh, Henry Cavill Superman is trying to end up as. They're all essentially the same Superman in the same context, the same symbol of hope, whereas Batman's character and his arcs and the way he fits into society has molded with the times. Yeah. And I think that's really great. Yeah. Do you, I have a question for you about Batman. Um, mm-hmm. do, do you have a favorite Batman story? that clicks in your head when you think of Batman, like that's, that's your Batman. Uh, I, my Batman is the Batman of the justice league cartoons. And I know that's not uh, a super fleshed out Batman. They actually had to kind of give him a place on the team um, the way he is. But, but the Batman that um, when the justice league is scrambling 
goes on his own to break into Cadmus and confront Amanda Waller on his own and provide his own evidence for why the Justice League isn't doing something, or the Batman that refuses to accept the death of Superman and is indeed right, but still attends Superman's funeral and is able to to talk about the way that he respected Superman. Yeah. That's my Batman. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. And I love that version of the character. Yeah, yeah. that's a really good one. Yeah, it's hard. It, it is hard to argue the like the... Um, staying power of Batman being like the number one most like popular character because it, it definitely seems like that's the case. <laughs> he definitely yeah. has the yeah, he definitely has um I mean you could tell that all of those all of the movies that were made were made by I mean when maybe minus the like uh um maybe minus um some of the middle Batman movies that we didn't mention. The Jerry um, Bruckheimer ones. Right, Batman the Forever. And ones. Yeah, the, Batman you could tell they were, oh yeah. yeah, sorry. Joel Schumacher. I Yeah, you um yeah. you could tell like most of the, the Batman movies were made by fans. You know, like Tim Burton loved mm-hmm. what he was doing. Um uh, Christopher Nolan knew what he was doing. He wanted to make a Batman mm-hmm. piece. He wanted to make this character study about a guy who would dress up like a bat. You know, Zack Snyder um, didn't know what he was doing. He picked a Batman comic that wasn't really Batman, which is Dark Knight Returns, which is yes. one off and said, this is and, my Batman now. Uh, and, one of the hardest parts yeah. about being a Batman fan is that I, it, the creators and storytellers really want to adapt that story over and over and over again. And it just we, mm-hmm. we it, like there are so many other Batman stories that we would like to see. It doesn't mm-hmm. always have to be the Dark Knight Returns. Um, it doesn't have to it's, be. You mentioned you mentioned um, Batman using his fortune, um, and I'm not super familiar with the comics, but uh, Batman Incorporated, I think, tries to kind of yeah. take on that comic book run, kind of tries to take on what would Batman do if he was trying to be a hero for the world and yeah. create a team. And his, that was I actually, would be open to seeing something like yeah. that in, on TV, yeah, really. That, but would especially one on, of, that was actually one of my favorite runs was right before the new 52 was when Batman died. Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> he was lost in time. And um, Dick Grayson actually took up the mantle as Robin. And it was my favorite run seeing Dick Grayson like come into this role as Batman while Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne is traveling the world, making other Batman around the world. And I love that. I love that concept. Yeah. Um, there was there was a frame in that comic where Dick Grayson is trying to be Batman where he's like, looking at the bat suit and looking at his reflection yeah. in the glass and there's no text if i remember correctly but just the uh i felt like the weight of what was going on is really effect uh really effectively displayed in those panels yeah. and i just it makes me so happy to see that yeah yeah it's 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 a great and if you're a, if you're a really big fan of dick grayson and his um and like his night ring run and his uh um his titans run which i was it's one of my favorite comic series of all time is the titans um or the new titans um is uh if you were a fan of that seeing that character transition into like i don't want to be batman i can't be batman to all of a sudden he's like i have to be batman is is a beautiful story arc and it's one of it's one of my favorites and then uh um, that kind of went away with the new 52, but then we got, you know, um, Scott Snyder's Batman, um, who <laughs> is uh, arguably um, one of the best Batman writers of all time. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to give those a read. Oh, you definitely have to. to yeah. We're, uh, we're, we're deep into this episode <laughs> that I, I should have known should have been a two-parter, but I do want to ask since you asked me, and I think it's a great question. Do you have a favorite iteration of Superman that you feel like is your Superman? Uh, Superman? 
Yeah. Uh, my favorite uh, iteration of Superman would probably be. Um, I, I, I think I'm going to have to go two. I know it's not uh, picking one favorite, but my I would go with um, all star. Fine, the rules are kind of loose yeah, here. All star, <laughs> all star Superman. Um, is that's a close choice. Yeah, Grant Morrison's run, yes, right? Yes, and uh, it's it's just um, it's just a great just little character story about superman like at the end and like what what he meant to the world and what the world meant to mm. him and it's just such a beautiful story and it's very grant uh morrison-y um in the sense that uh you know the story um is all over the place for a little bit but it's it's just a beautiful and well-written and well-drawn story right and, and full then, of hope and deep yeah, yeah and then the um other the other iteration would probably um i have to say i mean i i'd hate to just jump on your bandwagon but i really do like the superman and the tim verse in the justice league and the um yeah and the, the superman show um i think it was mm-hmm. just cool to see um some of those stories from the comics and some of the uh the fun of Batman and Superman teaming up and, and Superman uh, getting to be the leader of the Justice League. Um, mm-hmm. well, I think was just and the weight really that puts on his shoulders. Yeah, that'd be probably my favorite Superman in a, in a, uh, in a like cinema or TV medium. Yeah, no, I love the way that the Justice League takes Superman. And again, you know, the stories aren't about his powers. My favorite Superman stories from those were when he, um, has learned about this experience with the justice Lords in the alternate universe. And as he sees Lex Luthor become president, he has to figure out how to handle that as the leader of the justice league. And it's this beautiful art. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm with you there. All right, Sam. Well, this has been fantastic. I have loved having you on this podcast. It's been an absolute blast to record. Yeah. I clearly could not help myself with the time, I know, but it I'm is sorry. Uh, it's my it fault. An absolute <laughs> pleasure. No, it's 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 my fault for giving us such an in depth topic. Um, Sam, is there anything you'd like to plug before we uh, before we hop off this podcast for today? Yeah. Um, if you, uh, I think it's we're going to call it Sam and Benny's Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream Review Show. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that we're going to call it that, but this absolutely like there is a reasonable chance that this will happen. I am here for it. And I, I hope that you are too. And I hope that Ben and Jerry's will sponsor us. I'm fairly confident they will not, but it is worth a shot. Yeah. I'm uh, Ben and Jerry's. If you're listening, which I know you are, um, uh, please. Uh, if there's anybody that I'm okay with tapping, uh, tapping my phone lines, it would be Ben and Jerry. Yeah. Let alone listening to this podcast. Yeah. Ooh, what's the scoop? That's better. That's, That's better. better. We're getting I, we're there. Getting there. We're, we're getting, getting there. there. <laughs> the the title of the podcast has to be worthy of the puns of the uh, the 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 Ben and Jerry's brand. Right. Um, right. That's gonna take a lot of work. Yeah. Oh, oh man. I, you don't even know. I genuinely want to do this podcast. Um, all right, we're going to get there. Thank you, Sam. It's been an actual absolute pleasure. Um, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Of course. And to all of our listeners, I hope that you had at least a, uh, least half as much fun as I did recording this episode, because if you did, you're probably at least <laughs> glad that you listened. Yes. Um, tune in next time to hear something interesting. It may be about ice cream. It may not. Uh, but I hope that you have an excellent rest of your night. Mm, that episode was delicious. Yes. Mm.